Hello and welcome to another episode of Vipers Voices with the start of the Sides campaign in the second season of the DP World ILT20 within touching distance. This episode features an interview with Adam Hose after the batter top scored with 39 from 21 balls in the Vipers warm-up match against the Dubai Capitals at the ICC Academy on Thursday evening. The match was 14 aside and both teams had players who batted more than once as they sought middle practice. The Capitals won by 37 runs as their batters went exceptionally hard on a superb pitch and with a very short boundary on one side of the number two oval at the academy. The Vipers used nine bowlers with young UAE all-rounder Ali Nasir impressing with the new ball while spinners Nathan Souter and Rowan Mustafa took one for 15 and two for 18 respectively using the longer square boundary to their advantage. When the Vipers batted, in addition to Adam, Michael Jones and Sherfane Rutherford also spent useful time in the middle ahead of Sunday's opener against the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders. And a reminder that tickets are on sale for all Vipers matches this season, starting with that match against the Knight Riders on the third day of the tournament, Sunday the 21st of January at the Dubai International Stadium. You can get hold of your tickets through the league's website www.ilt20.ae or at any Virgin Megastore in the UAE. Now, let's hear from Adam. Vipers Voices, I'm joined by Adam Hose after the warm-up game against the Dubai Capitals. The Capitals winning by 37 runs at the ICC Academy. Adam, you got 39 from 21 balls, but the first question I guess we have to ask is you've arrived from Australia, from the Adelaide Strikers, where you were playing in the Big Bash League. How long have you been here and have you got over the jet lag yet? Yeah, feeling good to be honest with you. Um, I think it's been a couple of days now. I arrived the, the morning of the 16th, so yeah, two days um, managed to sleep a fair bit on the flight so um, straight away I sort of fell into a nice little routine and um, yeah came to training that afternoon met um, a lot of the squad and, and the management staff and, and that was really good which kept me awake and then yeah bite to eat in the evening so um, yeah just fell into a nice routine so a couple of good days of training and then uh, yeah like you said the first first warm-up game today which was nice to, for the side to get out on grass and um, get a bit of a run around. Next question, I guess, Adam, is how different conditions are here compared to Australia. It was interesting to see the warm-up game this evening because they looked as though, particularly with the new ball, there was a fair amount of carry. Yeah, there was a fair amount of carry. I mean, that was a, an absolutely beautiful pitch. Um, probably fairly similar to Adelaide Oval. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could pack that in my kit bag and take it around with me because it, it was a beautiful wicket to bat on. But, um, yeah, I think the only real difference that I've sort of noticed and speaking to a few of the guys who played a fair bit in this competition last year is that the ball generally swings for a lot longer. Um, so that's just something as, as top order batters we're going to have to contend with and consider sort of when we go about our business. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I thought... Um, yeah, I thought it was a good run out for the boys. Probably a little bit of rustiness, if we're being honest, but um, that's to be expected. Um, you know, a lot we haven't played together as a side, and there's sort of a lot of new faces. And um, yeah, it's just good to get outside as a group, um, get to see you know how each other go about their business. And obviously, we're still waiting on a, probably half the squad to arrive, hopefully over the next few days. So um, yeah, it was good to get outside. We've got a couple of days now before the first game, so um, a couple of good days of training and a bit of relaxation and it would be good to go. It's interesting you mentioned the ball swinging. It was a very odd start to the match, wasn't it? Because it seemed to be either 
the Capitals players playing and missing or the ball went for four or six. Yeah, it was. It seems to be, um, from what I watched and, and even saw in my time here um, briefly last year, it seems to be a bit of a theme, to be honest with you. Um, I think if the, the bowlers just hold their lengths um, and you know put the ball in the right areas and, and let the ball um, sort of do the talking, it, it can be really tricky. Um, but you know, as a batter in T20 cricket, the moment you miss... Um, you know those balls have to be to, to be to trying to be dispatched. So um, yeah, I guess it can be a little bit sort of like that at times. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Now the Capitals' batters went hard, and they went hard all the way down the order. Is that simply because it was a fourteen-a-side game? Batters could come back in, and there were no consequences really in getting out. Or was it a way you think perhaps the tournament's going to go with batters going as hard as that? Probably a bit of both, to be honest with you. I think um, I think conditions, first of all, were, were very good. Obviously, pretty short boundary one side um, and both straight as well. That one side over there is pretty big. Um, but yeah, it was a beautiful pitch. Um, we probably didn't bowl as well as we, we would have liked in, in, that, um, in that innings. Um, but also the, the way the game's developing now is, is batters, um, you know, have no fear and... Um, from a backroom point of view, we're very much encouraged just to go out and express ourselves and um, and be match winners. And I think you you probably um, you look around the world now and over the, especially over the last couple of years, the scores have have really started to go through the roof. You sort of consistently pushing above 200. So um, yeah, it's no shock that that they came hard. They've got a, a really good sort of batting lineup with a lot of power, but um, a lot of teams have, and especially we have as well. You mentioned there about the boulders holding their lengths. Is there anything else this evening that you and indeed the side have learnt, you think, from this practice match? Um, well, I think if you look at the way they bowled, um, they they went they bowled towards the, the bigger side um, really well. So I was actually off getting a little bit of treatment um, sort of the back half of our, our innings, so I didn't see too much of it. But from a bowling point of view... Um, yeah, I thought thought they bowled really well, so it's probably something that we can we can probably take forward to, to into the start of this tournament. Just talk to us about your time with the strikers coming here. Obviously, you hit the ball really nicely today, thirty nine from twenty one balls. It really seems from the sidelines to be an indication that you've benefited from playing regular cricket, playing uh, and practicing on a regular basis coming here, even though conditions are different. Yeah, I think I'm a massive advocate for just trying to play as much cricket as possible. So, um, you know, I count myself very lucky to have spent the last couple of months in, in Adelaide. Um, it's a fantastic franchise. It's a brilliant place to play cricket. And um, I was really gutted to, to leave that franchise, um, especially going into the finals. But um, I think that just the way the sort of the modern era is with cricket, you know, um, I was con- signed here first. So um, that kind of you know, takes over. But um, it was a fantastic um, experience and one that I look back on very fondly. Um, but yeah, I'd say so sort of just, um, you know, if I came from the UK, um, having had, you know, a bit of time off or not necessarily any time on feet, um, it would probably be a bit different. I'd probably still be trying to find my way into a bit of work. But um, yeah, I'm feeling good at the moment. Didn't bat huge amounts, to be honest with you. I think i uh, um, our top three were just smoking them over in Adelaide. So um, I think I only had six or seven innings. Um, but I've felt good for the last couple of months and um, hopefully I can take that rhythm and that confidence into the start of this tournament. 
Now, we spoke on Viper's Voices uh, a couple of months ago uh, before you went to uh, Adelaide. must ask you how your wrist is, because uh, you've obviously had the opportunity to play now over a prolonged period of time. We spoke about the fact that you'd broken your wrist at the back end of the English season. Everything okay there? Yeah, all good. Uh, I've actually got an x-ray on it tomorrow morning, and that'll be... um I think just over four months now and uh, fingers crossed to get the, the complete sign off because although sort of playing cricket, the, the surgeon has just wanted me to take a bit of time out of the gym and not put too much weight for it. So yeah, fingers crossed tomorrow morning and I'll get the green light. I can uh, get back to pushing a bit of weight on this side of the body. But other than that, like batting wise, I don't feel it at all. Yeah, it's all good. And how are you feeling ahead of Sunday's match? Your first game for the Vipers, obviously you played for Sharjah Warriors in the, in the previous edition briefly. How, how are you feeling going into that? And also, what will your next two days look like? Yeah, uh, let's just go to the, the next two days. I think tomorrow, I, I mean, I, I've trained the last two days and obviously we had the practice game today. So um, I'm hoping tomorrow i just come for a bit of a, a run around, play a few games, maybe do a bit of field and I'll, I'll probably won't back tomorrow, just nice and chilled. Um, and then I'll train, have a good session um, on the 20th, um, nice and specific. Uh, think about, maybe start thinking about what we're going to face against Abu Dhabi Night Rise. You know, we've got a couple of good spinners. So, um, yeah, start having a think um, and then just good to go. Very excited. I, I mean, like I said earlier, the, the other half of the squad are still sort of very much, oh, we're waiting for them, for them to arrive. So um, I'm just really looking forward to, to getting another group together. I think I said in, in the podcast, it's probably on paper, well, it is the best side that I've been a part of. So, um, yeah, obviously it's a long way to go at the moment, but uh, I'm really excited about what the group can do. Adam, thanks very much indeed for joining us. Have a good next couple of days and we're all set to go on Sunday. Thanks, mate. Cheers. And that's it for another episode of Vipers Voices. Please feel free to give us any feedback or thoughts on the podcast. You can do that via email at media at thedesertvipers.com and you can get all the latest news from the Vipers at the team's website, thedesertvipers.com or via all the major social media platforms. Don't forget too that tickets are on sale for all Vipers matches and can be purchased via the ILT20 website or at any Virgin Mega store in the UAE. We'll be back soon with more Vipers updates as the first match is now just a matter of days away. But in the meantime, this is Brian Murgatroyd saying, as ever, thanks so much for listening.